Welcome to the Building Newfoundland and Labrador podcast, dedicated to exploring the interesting journeys of the people in the provincial construction industry. Presented by the Newfoundland and Labrador Construction Association, produced by Gale Force Winds. Join us as we chat with the inspirational individuals that ensure the continued growth of the construction industry and the province of Newfoundland and Labrador. It's fantastic to be in conversation with one of the Shriners. We've been part of uh, helping the Shriners through the Newfoundland and Labrador Construction Association. But tonight we're uh, we're going to have a little uh, time alone with uh, one of the pretty senior fellows in the organization. And by senior, I don't mean by age, of course, sir. What I'm talking about is your position within the Shriners. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Roger Tinkham. I'm a retired police officer. Uh, from the RCMP. I've been, almost all my service was here in Newfoundland. And in 1997, after coming back up of a tour of Haiti, I uh, joined the Shrine here in St. John's. And uh, ever since then, I've just been heavily involved. I was potentate of Missoula Shriners for 2011, 2012. And I've been to the Newfoundland and Labrador Construction Association's dues ever since they started. So that's where I am. So Roger, you're not originally from Newfoundland, are you? No, I came here as a young boy, uh, 19 years old, uh, out of Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, after I finished my boot uh, training and came here and spent uh, all my service here. And married, uh, my wife is from here. And uh, I have three children, uh, two girls and, and a son. My oldest daughter, or our oldest daughter, just retired a few years ago from the RCP. She had 32 years in, and uh, my son is uh, in Gander, air traffic control, and he's about ready to retire. And our youngest daughter is a nurse in, uh, in uh, Cobbequit, uh, which is just outside of, of Sackville, Bedford. You raised quite a family there, and they're all doing great things. <laughs> Unreal, yes, yeah. 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 You must be proud of them all. Very, very, very proud of them all. Any grandkids in there? Oh, yes, yeah. I've got six grandkids, and uh, most of them now are in, in, in the Halifax area. So uh, we have an apartment in Bedford, and we visit about every two months, and then we'll come back here for a couple of months because our home's here in St. John's. And we just go back and forth. So we just came back on Sunday. We're here for, for two months, as I say, and we'll go back just before Christmas and spend the Christmas with the, with the family and the kids. Now, Roger, any fellow that's wearing a Rolex Submariner probably spent a little time underwater. Tell me about that. <laughs> yes, I'm a diver. Uh, I uh, dove uh, for 18 years uh, for the RCMP. And uh, I had to slow down. I had a heart attack underwater in... Uh, 1988 in Vancouver Harbor and uh, so it slowed me down a little bit and uh, but I, I enjoy diving and after I retired the force was looking for a uh, diving supervisor for the Atlantic region so I applied and and I went back on a three-month contract but I stayed for another five years and I supervised uh, the dive teams in New Brunswick Nova Scotia and Newfoundland Heart attack underwater slowed me down a bit. Just imagine. And any, at any rate, Roger, tell me about the Shriners. What brought you into that organization? 
Well, actually, what brought, what brought me into it was, was the children and, and what the shrine uh, does for the for the children, and and uh, and then of course uh, you know, the fun, uh, the togetherness that we have, uh, and that's basically what it is. And uh, I came up through uh, the divan ranks of, of of the shrine, and when I became potentate. And then after that, uh, um, I was nominated to become a member of the board of directors of our hospital in Montreal. So I joined the hospital in Montreal, and uh, ever since, that was 2011-12. And uh, I'll become emeritus the end of December of this year. Wow. Roger, sounds to me like you didn't really retire. You just took your skills and know-how in another direction. Well, yes, in, in a way. I, I, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed. I've enjoyed every day. And uh, when you see the kids, when they come to us, how they are, and then to see them after uh, they've been looked at. One example, here at the hotel, a few years ago, we brought a, a, a young child here to the NLCA uh, uh, evening a gala, and uh, the uh, young boy was, was in a wheelchair, uh, couldn't walk. Uh, however, he, he was super. He came back about three years later, and he walked up on the stage. And I'll tell you, that, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, eh? Tell me about the relationship with the NLCA. You would have watched that grown over the years as well. Oh, yes, yeah. I, I, again, I think that my first year was uh, 2011-2012 with the NLCA. And uh, uh, I've been to every one of their gals here. Uh, the money, $416,000 they've raised. It's just just amazing what they do they never forget us uh, we're the charity of choice for for the NLCA uh, besides the gala uh, in the last five maybe six years they've always put on a, a dinner at the Shrine Club in the fall and they like to call a jigs dinner which is yeah. Newfoundland dinner so I kind of organized and supervised that for them and uh, even at, at, at the dinner, another four, $5,000 that, uh, that they raise. So it's, it's just the organization is, is just unbelievable. They're good as gold. Uh, again, one year, a child was here in a wheelchair, lived just outside of St. John's. Uh, he didn't have a, a, a wheelchair ramp going into the home. One of the contractors here went down, built a, a, a wheelchair ramp in a at no cost. Just like that, eh? Like that. Heard about it and solved the problem. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. In the last few years, Rhonda's been the, uh, uh, the, uh, the head girl at NLCA and Susan and Adele, and they're, they're just super to work mm -hmm. with. They're really good. So you become a Shriner Emeritus, is that the term? Yes. They, yeah. Yes. What does that mean? What do you do then? Well, What's next for you? Well, all right. I could still attend all the board meetings in Montreal and so on and so forth. Uh, I don't have a vote mm -hmm. on the on the board at that. But that's that's basically what it what it becomes. So you're on the you're on the board in the in Montreal. Yes. How often are you up there? Uh, well, besides COVID, uh, every month. 
Okay. Uh, I usually go up on the Wednesday, the third Wednesday of the month, and say they're Wednesday and Thursday, and then come back either to Newfoundland or to Nova Scotia. And, uh, yeah, so and you're not chasing the grandkids around. Well, we're not chasing the grandkids. Yes, spending uh, uh, every other night at the hockey rink in in Bedford or Halifax or someplace. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's the hospital like in Montreal? Unbelievable. Unreal. Second to none. I started, when I started, uh, we were at the Mount Royal in the old hospital. We had, uh, I believe at that time, 42 employees. Uh, it was an old hospital, beautiful hospital, but old. And uh, then we started uh, a campaign to raise uh, funds for the hospital and to build a new, ho a new hospital. And uh, uh, the first thing that we did was did a rendezvous in a van from I dipped the wheels of the van here in the harbor in St. John's and when it was finished they dipped the wheels in water in Victoria BC. Wow. Unbelievable. It was just unreal. We've gone from the small hospital where it was a family hospital. Everybody knew everybody and now in the new hospital I believe I was there last week I think we have 430 employees in the new hospital now. But it's, it's just a gorgeous place. I invite anybody that, that, that if they're in Montreal, they've got a couple hours to, to, to spare, you know, to, to uh, pop up to the hospital and ask for a tour. They'll take them on a tour of the hospital. Second to none. Well, what a wonderful conversation right here on the uh, podcast, the Building Newfoundland and Labrador podcast. In conversation, Roger, I, I can't begin to thank you for taking time out this evening to have a conversation with us. Tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about the Shriners. I can tell you this, this is the face of a lifetime of service to his community. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Building Newfoundland and Labrador podcast presented by the Newfoundland and Labrador Construction Association, produced by Gale Force Winds.